Greetings, beloved. I greet you all in the name of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. I welcome you to uh, our episode uh, for break and meditate on behalf of the sold out ministry of PCM Kambala. My name is Pastor Gashum, and I believe that we shall be blessed as we share together on the foundation of obedience just for a few couple of minutes together today. Welcome back from that start with the common verse that we all know. That's Proverbs 11, chapter, uh, chapter 11, verse 3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? This underlines the importance of foundations. When you look at a building, you look at the structure which is seen, but the unseen is the foundation. There is life below the structure that you see. The structure is accommodated on a foundation, meaning a ministry, meaning a marriage, meaning a relationship, meaning a career is all sustained. It's accommodated. It sits on a foundation, meaning the foundation becomes the source, the genesis, the platform, the source, the point of life. So you notice that sometimes we celebrate the fruit and we do not celebrate the work that has happened before the harvest. And I want to encourage us from this brief time together that it is worthy celebrating uh, the foundation. It's worthy celebrating the effort that it took for you to be able to see that structure. It is worthy catching the spirit of the man 
whom you emulate by looking at what he did to get there, not to try and behave as him who is already in his days of success. When Jesus was talking to uh, through the story that we read from the book of Matthew, you'd notice something very interesting. He was talking and he said, let's read from uh, verse 20, he said, uh, every fig tree, let's start from 19, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire, wherefore by their fruits shall you know them. Verse 21, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have we not cast out demons? And in thy name have we done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Very interesting, very serious stuff that many will be prophesying or are prophesying today, casting out demons, doing many miracles, wonderful things. But the foundation to whatever they are doing is known by Jesus who searches the hearts of men. And he looks at them and says, it's not what you did that matters. What matters to me is you are workers of iniquity. Depart from me. I do not know you. And he goes ahead and says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, you and me today, and does them, I will liken them unto a wise man which buildeth his house on a rock. I looked at that. I found it very interesting. The foundation of a rock. When the winds came and it was, it was, uh, and floods came upon this to beat down the house, it did not fall because it was founded on a rock. Verse 25, it was founded on a rock. But everyone that hears these sayings of mine and does them not shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. When the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house, it fell and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes praise the name of the Lord. Father, I thank you that you're blessing us with your word in Jesus' name. Foundations are very important. And we'll be talking briefly about the foundation of obedience. The foundation of obedience, why it is important, is one thing we'll look at. Look at a man who was building his house on the rock. Something we overlook is that this rock, for him to be able to do uh, build on it, it took work. It took some work, some serious work. It took digging the rock. I'm not an engineer. At least I know the word excavation. 
I would want to imagine the kind of excavation that digging the kind of science it would take to to correct the foundation and do the setting certain parts of the rock are not leveled it took some preparation for the house to stand and this work could not be work that was done in one day two days one week it is work that took time and let me speak to my generation a generation that uh we need in this generation some some young men and women who are cooked slowly who allow themselves to go through the process who allow patience to work them who allow faith who allow love who allow kindness who allow to be worked out who allow to be stretched and the opposite when we look in this generation is fast cooked people and fast foods are cancerous they always in a hurry a generation that doesn't want to be patient too speedy too much in a hurry and when you hurry you know it to be hasty you crash and yet there is a promise that comes for people that are prepared who have gone through the process who have gone through preparation every promise of the lord needs preparation every promise of the lord i will repeat will stay and stick for those who have been prepared if you haven't been prepared it is like any seed that has been planted in a rocky foundation the bible says you seem to be doing well you seem to flourish but in a matter of time in a short while there you go you dry up it's a generation i'm speaking to you as you listen to me that you need to allow the word of god to work you you need to allow yourself not to be just a lip service person lip service believer but to be a doer doers are diggers doers go through the process doers will go through people's hard words but they still keep doing they will not be disappointed they are motivated not by the people they are motivated in seeing that they do the work the work gets done and it's worth it going back to the foundation a little bit it's worth it taking time in the foundation so that we have a big structure it's my desire to see you shine it's my desire to see you shine but my greatest desire is to see that light in you endure not just for today not just day to day but to endure for eternity let me tell you child of god we are built as children of god in his purpose for generation that's why he says when he looks at one man God says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2 that you are my chosen generation. He looks at one man, he sees a generation. One person he sees a royal a priesthood. He looks at one man, he says you are a people. Can you imagine you one person there, a people belonging to God. God has stuff people he sees in you. Yes. He sees generations in you. He sees great stuff in you. He sees 
businesses flourishing, ministries flourishing, but the foundation matters. The foundation is everything. The foundation is the future. Quite interesting revelation there. Many churches, ministries, businesses, uh, careers might seem to be flourishing, but the foundation is what matters for it to be sustainable into the future, into that people, into that generation, into what God has predestined for you. All this we are doing is for you to get into be established into what God has predestined for you. So you notice some churches survive on programs, deal after deal, media, temporal stuff. But it's more permanent when you build capacity. It's more permanent when you build teams. It's more permanent when you sharpen strategies, when you sharpen the vision. It's more permanent when you, number one, when you discover the gifts in the people around you and empower those gifts, mentor them, give them opportunity. You'll notice when you give them opportunity, some will fail in one way or another, they rise up. You keep pulling them up. You keep pulling them up. It will take, if it's a business, re-engineering your business processes, systems, internal controls, a lot of analysis work, a lot of work goes on, a lot of digging assessments. It means environmental impact, whatever analysis you need to do. The mystery is in digging, the mystery of eternal sustainability is in digging. Dig before you build. Dig before you run into marriage. Dig before you get into that career path. Dig before you take on a new project. Count the cost. That's what Jesus was saying. Count the cost before you lay your hands upon the plow. Count the cost. Count the cost. The foundation is very important. They have the foundation I'm talking about right now, just for now. Here's the foundation of obedience. I was just amazed when I read First Samuel chapter 15. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And obedience in the foundation is better than any speed, any speed. It, it, is, it beats anything else. And God says rebellion against him is as bad as witchcraft. And arrogance he hates is as sinful as idolatry. So disobedience, when you look at it, will cost you more than you know or imagine. And obedience will gain you everything much more than you have ever had or imagined. Many have lost relationships, positions in life, businesses. But let me tell you, this is to mean for you as long as you're hearing and there has been a loss in your life, it's never too late to get back to working on the foundations so that you take off, so that you take off. The next important thing I want you to pick out of this, that it's reflected. It's always reflected 
in the lost authority and favor with God and men, even though you are anointed. As long as you are disobedient, it's reflected in the loss of authority and favor. Who would want to trust you if you are disobedient? Who would want to trust you if you are not faithful? Who would want to trust you with much, if even in the little that is not yours, you are not trustworthy? May you be found in this season that you are going to say, God, I want that which belongs to me. Let your word be fulfilled concerning my life. You say in your word, you'll give me that which belongs to me. As long as I'm, in, I'm faithful in another man's uh, stuff or property, whatever you have been entrusted with, be found faithful, be found obedient, be found doing good in that area. And the Lord will entrust you. The Lord equates disobedience to to, 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 to rebellion, witchcraft, arrogance, pride, idolatry. Now, there's something quite interesting that we can pick out of there, that you're standing with God and your ability to command in the realm of the Spirit is directly related to your walk of obedience to the Word of God and to His voice and to the leadership of His Spirit. The authority you have in the realm of the Spirit is directly related to the obedience to the word of God. Obedience in the foundation, obedience in your life. Child of God, you will see yourself with a lot of authority out of your relationship with the Father to the extent that whatever you bind here on earth is bound in the heavens. The interest of the Lord is that he wants to see you walk in that authority. He wants to see you walk in that authority. Obedience, obedience, obedience comes out of that relationship with the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. The fear of the Lord will preserve and protect you. The fear of the Lord grants you favor. Genesis 22 verse 10 to 12. The Bible says, and Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham replied, here I am. And the angel said, lay not thy hand upon the Lord, neither do anything unto them. For now I know that thou fearest the Lord. Obedience. Obedience manifestation, you will notice, came out of the fear of the Lord. Abraham took the Lord at his word and he left his people. At this point, Abraham did as the Lord told obedience in that relationship. When you look at the results of that obedience, God did not withhold anything to him. The results of obedience are in verse 16, same chapter 22 to 18. Very interesting. And say, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing you I will bless thee, and in multiplying 
I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sun which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. This one act of obedience caused Abraham to enter into a great dimension in his relationship with the Lord, which he had never experienced before. That's my deepest prayer for you, child of God, that you and I, that we be found in this deeper, deep calls unto deep, deeper dimensions, depths in our relationship with the Lord. You will see the great things he will reveal to you. To Abraham, he made that revelation. But to you, child of God, you will notice that the revelation is much more. You will see yourself partaking the same Abrahamic blessings. Because of this one door of Abraham's obedience, the nations are blessed because of his obedience. The nations are blessed because of his obedience. Look at it this way. There are nations to be blessed, communities to be blessed, your family members to be blessed, people around you where you work that will be blessed because of one man's obedience. I can imagine one man obeying the Lord in his jurisdiction to the extent that the heaven he operates in a high dimension within the spirit realm. Even in your prayers, whatever you bind, principalities of that area will be bound, will leave because of your presence in the name of Jesus. And you notice there is an open heaven over your community. I pray that you get connected to, to this kind of obedience in the name of Jesus. Let's look at Galatians chapter 3. What does it say? Galatians chapter 3, verse 14, that Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So it means, wait a minute, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, you and me, through Christ, meaning Jesus went to the cross to connect the world to these blessings. Hallelujah. So we are connected through Christ. We are connected through Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. It is not just put upon you, but you connect, you receive this promise of the Spirit through faith. By grace are you saved. Ephesians chapter 2, I think verse 8 says, by grace are you saved through faith. Grace comes, grace does the giving. Faith does the believing. By faith, you connect, you do the receiving, the believing and the receiving through faith. Grace will not receive it for you. Jesus will not receive it for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus' extraordinary results, when you look at his own individual life, was because of 
obedience, obedience, and how he related with the Father in submission to the Father. The Holy Spirit is our helper, child of God, for us to walk in obedience. He is there to teach us, to lead us, to follow, as Jesus says, that as the Father, where I always see him at work, there am I. I am at work where I is. I do not do things of my own accord. I do as he does the leading. I pray that you get so connected, so obedient, so sad that you will hear like Samuel, the voice of the Holy Spirit. I want to believe that in such depths, you will not crash. There are no errors. There are no mistakes. You will get it right and right the first time. Some of the relationships, the businesses that crashed, the decisions that were made, were made because there was rebellion. You met them, yet your relationship with the Lord was rebellious. So you took your own will, operated in the permissible will. The Lord allowed you to do it. But there is the perfect will Romans talks about, the perfect will of the Lord. And it says it's possible for you to know and test the perfect will of the Lord. What does Philippians 2.13 to solidify this? That the Holy Spirit is very important for he works in us to will and to do. To will and to do. To work for his good pleasure. He works in us to will and to do. To work for his good pleasure and to work for the satisfaction and the delight of the Lord. One of the signs to show how you are, how yielded you are to the Holy Spirit is yielded in your, is reflected in your life and obedience to the word and your obedience to the voice. I pray that you embrace this life of obedience connected deeply in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I see you experiencing the Abrahamic blessings. And remember what we said, your level of relationship and connection determines your level of authority and command in the realm of the spirit. I speak that you be a general. I pray that you be a general in that realm, that whatever you decree is established as well in the heavenlies. Whatever you release is also released out of this relationship that you have with the Holy Spirit. I trust that this would be a blessing to everyone that has listened to it. May the Lord bless you. And uh, let's keep connected for the next episode as we handle several of such. God bless you. We love you. On behalf of Sold Out team, look forward to uh, connecting in the next episode.